Good morning, I'm Riley, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I chat with nonprofit groups and organizations, finding out how they serve the community and getting updates on current projects. For the first portion of today's show, I am sharing a recent chat I had with the Southern Arizona Research, Science, and Engineering Foundation, SARCEP. I am speaking with... America Miranda, and I'm the ACES Program Director and SARCEP Programs Manager. Wonderful. So tell me a little bit of background about SARSA. Okay, so at SARSIP we have a variety of programs, STEM-related programs for K-8, middle school, um, high school students, and we basically try and give everyone the opportunity to see themselves as a professional in STEM. And so we are here about a very specific program that SARSIP has, the ACES Camp, Applied Career Exploration in STEM. So can you tell me, how did the ACES camp get started? How long have you been providing this? So ACES has actually been around for 16 years. Um, SARSIF has been involved for around three to four years. And it is a week-long program that basically services the Sunnyside School District. These girls are handpicked from the district um, by their principals or counselors, and we give them a week-long of STEM. And lucky enough, we have two young women who got to be part of this year's ACES camp. Will you start off? Tell me your your name and what grade you're in, or what grade you're going into, I guess. I'm Alyssa, and I'm going into eighth grade. I'm Sabrina, and I'm going into seventh grade. Well, Alyssa, let's just start with you. Tell me about your experience at ACES camp. How did you, first of all, what was it like when you found out that you were selected to get to attend? Um, when I found out I was selected, I was really excited because I'm into the science and all the STEM. Um, and I'm glad it was, like, for girls because we all kind of got to, like, see because sometimes we don't have as big as opportunities as boys do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And how about you, Sabrina? What was it like getting ex- accepted or selected to be part of this camp? I was really excited. And nobody else really, like, was, like, they were interested, but they didn't really know what to do. So um, I, when I got into the camp, I was really excited because I really wanted to try to get into an engineering career. Engineering, that is awesome. What kind of draws you to the engineering field? I'm not too sure because I like all of it. Like we were doing this project at ACES camp about making a product and I thought that that was really fun too. The creation aspect. So what about you, Alyssa? So STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. What about that connects to you? I think the engineering because I like how we get to put stuff together and like figure it out. If we have a problem, we have to solve it with what we have and figure out a way to make it better or to fix it. Tell me about some of the projects. When we did a project where we had to build a boat out of recycled materials, we used straws, tin foil, tape, and paper clips, and we had to build a boat to see how many marbles it can hold. And each team got to build a boat, and my team built a big boat, and we floated 426 marbles. Oh, wow. Did you... Was that the best boat? That that was awesome. (laughs) How about you? Uh, What was your favorite project you got to take part in? I think my favorite part that I got to take part in was when we had to build a product because I really thought that that was a lot of fun. And we also had to use recycled materials, which was even better because we had to use our imagination some more. Absolutely. There is definitely an element of creativity that kind of gets overlooked when you're talking about science and engineering and technology. It still needs those kind of free-thinking minds. 
And I think um, a really special part of ACES is we partner up with Raytheon. Mm. So Raytheon fully supports the program. They help fund the program. So we have professionals that are actually, you know, we connect them to getting to know people that work at Raytheon or if they, you know, want to visit or we, we have those connections um, available for the girls, which is really special. Oh, that's awesome. So what was that like getting to meet some people who work in a field that interests you? I thought it was really cool because we got to learn like from some of the best and they were able to teach us a lot that we already didn't know. I thought it was really inspiring to see other women that are in like engineering and other um, STEM and stuff. Mm -hmm, definitely. You know, and it, it, it's great to be able to see someone who could potentially be a role model for you. And especially since it is a you know, there's just not enough emphasis in women in these fields. Tell me a bit about where you want to take it from here. Like, where where do you kind of see yourself continuing to grow and develop this interest in STEM? I want to keep doing ACES camp to see what I really want to do. But I think from here, I want to become a judge right now. Oh, okay. Do you feel like being exposed to these other career options kind of solidified your interest in becoming a judge yeah I do I feel like it just kind of opened my eyes to see like all the different jobs that people can have and what they can do so what about you where do you kind of see yourself going uh, you've mentioned engineering what would be like a dream job for you in engineering or or even not <laughs> um, I like engineering and I still want to attend ACES camp to see more of engineering and see where that takes me girls and women are like systematically like not pushed away, but mm -hmm. they're not really pushed towards those careers in STEM. Um, I think it's like 28% of the workforce where the STEM workforce is women. Mm -hmm. And these in, these young ladies you have in front of you are so bright. They're so incredibly smart and driven. They are the future of STEM. They are like the future women in STEM, which is so special. We get 40 of them every year for every camp. And so many of the of the alumni from ACES are working at Raytheon. Mm. They're working at U of A. They're researchers or scientists. We can see it working. Mm -hmm. We can see like giving them the opportunity to see these fields hands on. It gives them that like, wow, this can be me. I can do this, which is so special. Yeah, your age matters because at this age, you're going into seventh, eighth grade. That is kind of the time where boys and girls definitely start to get very much split apart, and you're kind of put on different career path trajectories. And so being able to have that exposure is very yeah. important instead of being shuttled a different direction. <laughs> Definitely. And I think I know um, I've spoken with Alyssa and she she said like going to Banner Hospital, which is one of our our partners mm -hmm. and, and we toured it. It helped her see like maybe I could be a doctor one day. Maybe, you know, this is an option mm -hmm. for me. I can see myself in this field, which is exactly what we want. STEM is so broad. Mm -hmm. um, there's it goes in so many directions. Radio. I mean, this is a STEM field. This mm -hmm. is, you know, technology behind it, all of that. So just giving them like that first hands-on look at what you can be and how broad this this career field is, it's it's incredible. Will you tell me a little bit more about this uh, this the partnership? The ACES campers they are hand selected. Mm -hmm. So we have principals, counselors, and um, teachers who nominate these girls. They see something in these girls that they can tell they have an interest in, whether it be the science, the technology, the engineering. Um, so they're nominated. This year we had 84 nominees um, from the school district, from the middle schools, and 40 were selected. So this is like a very exclusive group mm -hmm. of girls. They're, you know, they're very special, um, and, and they're here for a reason. They're part of this camp for a reason. So many of our girls come back once they're in high school and they come back as counselors. Mm -hmm. 
they come back to assist with the camp. And something we like to be able to do is once they get older, if they need a, a letter of recommendation, mm. if they want to know how can I work at Raytheon, how can I, you know, get into that field, we help facilitate those connections mm -hmm. um, with the networking. And, and it's just it's a great opportunity for these girls when in a district that is sometimes underserved mm -hmm. when it comes to STEM. Sometimes they don't get these opportunities. So we are so happy that we are able to provide these for them. And they're the stars. They yeah. make this program happen. It's We're there to, to facilitate it, but they, they make ACEs what it is. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that you girls can't read minds, but why do you feel like you were nominated to be part of the ACEs camp? Um, I felt like I was nominated because I take, like, I take science seriously as well as math and engineering. When I get a chance to build something, I take it because I feel like it's truly cool. Like, you have to measure everything correctly and, like, have it all in the same place. If you're doing it on one side, same as the other. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, I don't know. I find it really entertaining to do, and it's really fun to me. And what about you? What do you feel? <laughs> I feel like I was nominated because um, I'm really good at math, and I also love art and science. So I feel like my teachers saw that and wanted to nominate me. So very uh, serious question. What is your what are your favorite classes in school? Like, what are you looking forward to studying this upcoming school year? Um, I'm right now. I'm thinking about humanities because last year I had a lot of fun in that class, and I feel like as soon as I started taking the class, it was kind of just I'm like really interested. Mm -hmm. in it. And as well as science, we did a lot of cool things in science with um, different like spheres and stuff, and I thought it was really cool. So you, you notice it and you're like, I want more. Yeah. I need to learn more. <laughs> and how about you? What are you looking forward to learning this year? Um, I really like science, math, and ELA because I feel like math, I just love doing math. And science is really interesting knowing that scientists are so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's fun to try and figure out how this crazy world around us works and how all these moving parts come together to create the life that we are living. Yeah, and one thing, um, one huge part of the curriculum this year for ACES was entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, these girls were tasked with building a product out of recycled materials, and they presented this product, so they, um, they, they picked up on some presentation mm -hmm. skills, public speaking, all of those things, and they literally grabbed cardboard, styrofoam, and they put together a product. They put together the marketing behind it. Mm -hmm. So it was like a full week into it and it was like a full journey through the curriculum it wasn't just one thing here one thing there like they literally got to see what they built and they presented it they sold it and they the whole way it. through yeah the whole way through from beginning to end that's a great thing to experience as well I don't think I was taught anything like that until I had to have been in like my final years of high school <laughs> when I was finally yeah. exposed to that type of uh, um, work so I guess one more thing I would just like to hear what is your absolute favorite memory of ACES camp this year? Um, I would definitely say when they brought the reptiles, I had a lot of fun. We got to hold them and we got to learn about, we got to learn a lot about them and it really interested me and like being there, being able to hold them all with my friends and stuff and like they had the same interests and the same animals. I just thought it was really cool. What reptiles did you get to hold? I held a chameleon, two turtles. Oh, oh and I, I held a couple of snakes too. Oh, cool. That's fun. <laughs> what was your favorite memory of camp this year? Um, I really liked the reptiles as well because I got to learn about a bunch of different new animals and species that I've never really heard of before. I also loved holding the animals as well. 
It, it is fun to cuddle animals. Uh, I agree. <laughs> it is. It's one of my favorite parts, too. <laughs> well, ladies, is there anything else you would like to add on before we wrap things up today? Thank you for having us, first Absolutely. off. Absolutely. I mean, this is a great opportunity to showcase these amazing young mm-hmm. ladies. And um, 38 of their peers are equally as amazing. But it's just a great opportunity to showcase um, the programs that SARSEF offers to the communities. And we have a variety of programs that we do throughout the years. So um, you can visit sarsef.org and just learn more about the organization and these amazing students that really are the highlight of what we do. It's so much more than just science fairs now. So So much much more. more. And we do have the (laughs) second largest, I believe it's second largest science fair um, in the nation or in the world. I'm not exactly sure. But yeah, we are so much more now. We, We are so focused on the education behind the science and really building that up from K through through high school so it's it's there's a lot that we do with the community and we're always welcoming more america sabrina and Alyssa, thank you so much for your time today and tell me all about aces camp and uh, i can tell you're already looking forward to next year's camp <laughs> we are <laughs> To find out more about the Southern Arizona Research, Science, and Engineering Foundation, go to sarsef.org. That is S-A-R-S-E-F dot O-R-G. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson, and I'm Riley. For the next portion of today's program, I am sharing a chat I had with Steve Farley, the CEO of the Humane Society of Southern Arizona. Hey, how you doing, Riley? I am doing very well. How are you? Doing very well. Good, good going on over here and when you're working with puppies and kittens all day long things are always great right i figured you get lots of cuddles right some snuggles that's right all the time (laughs) we are a community that absolutely loves its critters but just in case you know we have some new neighbors just now tuning in will you just share with me what the humane society of southern arizona is and does well we uh uh take care of all the pets in our community our 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 mission says that we compassionately serve pets and the people who love them in so many different ways, we're making sure that homeless pets have a forever home, and we're making sure that people have a best friend that, that lasts them uh, for their lifetimes. It's it's such a, a great place to be working and a great place to be uh, supporting, because there's there's miracles that happen here every single day. Absolutely, and you can't undersell that connection that you get from a pet you know it's it's a family member at least for me my dog is definitely one of the one of the family yeah. well, i think especially during covid we really discovered how important our pets are to our emotional health absolutely uh, a lot of people adopted and uh they they realized it was a great time to bring a new best friend into your family mm-hmm. and uh, it, it really made a difference there were some people who who were living alone and were otherwise would be completely isolated if they didn't have that pet to really give them that that sense of companionship that only a pet can give. Have you still been seeing the t- a similar type of uh, adoption rate or has it started to slow down a bit? It slowed down a little bit and we've seen some uh, people returning the animals they've adopted because they've, they've had a hard time training them or they have been isolated so they haven't socialized very well. So we've got, we've got some, uh, some dogs that don't work well with other dogs that are kind of hard for us to adopt. Mm. Uh, that's something I, I would love to appeal to your listeners in particular. If you don't have a dog in your home right now, there are some incredible companions we have here, really sweet dogs who really need to not have another dog at home. But they're so wonderful to humans. Uh, but they've been here a long, long time. We have some dogs who have been here longer than 100 days. Wow. There's even a few that have been long here longer than 200. Um, but there's no reason they shouldn't find a loving home. They just, there are people who have already have dogs and they, and they, 
they they don't get along well with other mm-hmm. dogs so if you're in that situation and you want to give an amazing home to an incredible well-trained dog then this is the time to do it come on by our shelter okay like if someone does specifically want to try and see if one of those dogs is a good fit can they how would you recommend they call ahead or just show up um, you can just show up during our hours. I mean, it's 11 to 6 every day, except for Sunday, 12 to 5. Uh, you can also check out our website and take a look. A lot of times, I mean, we have a great marketing staff that takes great pictures, but a lot of time the picture really doesn't capture yeah. that. And even when you walk around the shelter, um, the shelter is not a place. A dog needs to be on a couch in your home. Mm-hmm. A shelter is a tough place to be for a long time. Um, so there are some dogs that are what are called kennel reactive, mm. and they will attack the front of your shelter, the front of the kennel, looking like they're fierce and angry. And when you meet them outside of that setting, they're the sweetest mm-hmm. things you could ever imagine. So they're not they're they're not acting in their own best interest, but they don't know what their best interests are. They're just freaked out, right? And they want so giving them a break, and and maybe even you can even take them home and try it, try them out. Oh yeah, see <laughs> because, if they're a good you know, fit. We have fosters here who foster behavioral animals, who foster puppies and kittens, um, and they, they, uh, they, we can't do it without them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could foster a, a dog in your home or a cat in your home just to see how things are working. Um, there's a lot you can do, but mm-hmm. we really have a lot of need out here. So I really encourage you to try it out. If you've ever wanted a pet, come on by. Yeah, it, it is the time. And uh, so like you mentioned, there's some big things happening for you with the Humane Society of Southern Arizona. And I did see that the weekly vaccination clinics are returning. So will you tell me a bit more about that, the different locations and how it works? You know, is it first come first serve and uh, what kind of services are offered at these clinics? Yeah, we're really excited about that because we, we you know, we used to be central in Tucson mm-hmm. near the Rapids. And then we moved in 2018 to our location here on Roger Road near Oracle on the west side. Um, there's a lot of people on the east side and central who really haven't been able to make that trip. We uh, recently, about a year ago, we bought a property at 22nd and Wilmot, and that is now our thrift store, mm-hmm. which is an amazing thrift store. So if you haven't been there, you got to go. It's one of the best in the whole west. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and our prices are dirt cheap. I keep telling my manager, we got to raise them because there's <laughs> stuff away, but we keep getting new good stuff from our donors. And that's uh, it's a great place to get deals. But now we're starting to uh, get that to become more of a East, East side shelter. Okay. So um, the first thing we're moving in there is we've got some adoptions. So four days a week, we will have adoptable dogs out there. Um, and we're also every Wednesday from two to four 30, starting next Wednesday, uh, we will have low-cost vaccination mm-hmm. clinics for anyone on the east side. It's first come, first serve. Come on by with your dog or cat, and uh, we'll get you a, an affordable vaccination to keep them safe. And that's going to go on indefinitely now. Ultimately, we're going we're gonna to expand that to 42,000 square feet of animal services with full adoptions, full admissions, a two-story thrift store, uh, education and training, and a 24-7 low-cost pet emergency oh, clinic. Wow. It will also be a teaching hospital for the U of A College of Veterinary Medicine. A lot of exciting stuff happening out there. But for now, go to the vaccination clinic, check it out. We got these cool little like Lego construction, like giant Legos that we built these rooms out of for the vaccination clinics. 
you'll be able to check those out too. They're kind oh, of fun. Cool. Yeah. And you know, those are such a big help. Um, when I first moved here to Arizona, I used your uh, low cost vaccination clinic because it was my, my dog shots were needed and I didn't have a vet yet. And I'm like, I, she needs her shots. And so it was a yeah. great resource to be able to turn to in kind of that transitional period uh, coming out here. Um, so actually, you know, I think the last time we spoke to each other was when your thrift shop location was just opening. Can you tell me a bit of uh, how it's been catching your stride and the reaction you've been getting with the the new thrift shop space? Oh, people just love it. I mean, particularly in the summertime, all of us Tucsonans are looking for a big, fun, indoor, cooled space to hang air out conditioning, in. Air conditioning, right? <laughs> Lots of great air conditioning there. And ganga deals. Yes. I mean, you put the two things together and, and two sonas are swamping the place and not swamp cooling. There's that. <laughs> it's um, the good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Exactly. And it's for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, you, you'll find so many great deals on so many wonderful things. Our, our donors have been so generous in, the, in dropping off and giving to us some amazing items that then we sell at the store mm-hmm. uh, for much less than we probably should. Yeah. <laughs> What that means is that we're we're people are coming in every single day. Um, we we've got we closed down on Mondays, so people really swamp us on Tuesdays because all the new stuff is out. But we're always putting new stuff out every single day, um, so there's always good stuff. If you've been there once, you haven't been there the next time because yeah. there's always a whole um, a whole fresh store to check out if you you know take a week off. Sam Levitt's furniture. I mean, if you're in the market for furniture, we do Sam Levitt's furniture, almost new, like show showroom models or some returns for mm. some small, and we're offering them for about ten percent of the price you can oh, get wow. them. So the really great furniture, all different kinds of furniture that's there. Also, thanks to Sam Levitt's for for giving mm. their stuff. Um, so it's a great furniture store and a thrift store. Yeah. And it's also, you know, just definitely worth noting how proceeds are go back to helping the Humane Study of Southern Arizona do what it does and put on these low-cost vaccination clinics and help animals find their new homes. Uh, it's such a win-win because right? it is just a great deal, but all the money that you're giving to them are going to help homeless pets. Mm-hmm. So even if you can't, you know, you, you don't have space. I think of, you know, when I've lived in apartments and I'm like, I can barely have room for myself, but you can still help out those pets in need. Exactly. And, and so I was, you know, snooping around on your website and I see that you've got something really fun coming up next month. Um, what was it? Biscuits and bourbon, a pet oh, yeah. friendly gala. And I am intrigued. Curiosity's peaked. Tell me a bit more about what's coming oh, up Oh, it's going to be great. This is I mean, you, you, the people are constantly calling this the best uh, fundraising event in Tucson, and there's a lot of competition for mm-hmm. that. But this is the only event in Tucson, the gala event, where you can bring your dog along. Right. Um, so we encourage people to bring well-behaved dogs to the El Conquistador Hotel. It's going to be on uh, September 24th, uh, a Saturday, and uh, you can find out more about the event when you go to our website at hssaz.org/pod. It's called putting on the dog and uh, we're going to have all sorts of great food and a whole bunch of great bourbon and wine. If you don't Mm. drink the harder stuff. Uh, But uh, it's, it's just fantastic. You can taste that bourbon. You can see all sorts of great stuff in our silent auction, our live auction. Uh, There'd be a great program. So you'll be able to see some of the great stuff we do. We're really featuring our second chance program uh, where when an animal comes to us in uh, with severe medical needs, uh, we are, we go the extra mile to nurse that dog or cat back to health 
and uh, and miracles have really happened mm-hmm. on that program. It's incredible what you see. Uh, but we can't do that without support from the public. Mm-hmm. So this is just a really fun way for people getting together, um, bidding on some great stuff, drinking some great bourbon, and uh, enjoying the company of other people and other dogs and and uh, having a great time. Yeah, a little really mingling good. and fun. And um, am I correct in that even if you aren't able to attend, are you, would people be able to participate in like the auctions uh, even Absolutely. if they can't? Absolutely. Okay. We'll You'll be able to go online to that auction. Again, go to go to hssaz.org slash POD, and that auction will be live before the event. I don't know exactly when, but keep trying and check it out. Uh, and you can also donate uh, on your own if you'd like to and, and uh, support our good work. It's, it's so critical. You know, every year we start with zero. Mm-hmm. And the only way we're able to do all the great stuff we do is because of the generosity of our donors who flush out all the resources we need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, before I let you go, Steve, will you just share with me, you know, what are some volunteer opportunities if there are people who want to give their time to the Humane Society of Arizona and help out with your cause? Oh, there are so many. Uh, we are we are so lucky that we have over 1,100 volunteers working That's wonderful. With us. Wow. We cannot do what we do without them. I mean, there's dog walkers who come here early in the morning and they, they come here every single day and their whole life is focused on doing the work here. Um, there's cat socializers if you want to come in and hang out with the cats and keep them happy while they're here. Um, you can volunteer at our thrift store and go through all those treasures that our donors bring in and sort them and price them and get them ready for people. Um, there's, there's all sorts of different ways that you can help. If, if, if there's something that you can do that you would love to do, uh, I'm sure there's a way you can find a way of doing it for us. Again, go to our website at hssaz.org and you can look in the adoptions tab and click on that. And uh, you'll find out how you can help us out. Uh, even if you are in a situation like you were talking about earlier, if you're in a small apartment, you can't have a pet, you can come and walk dogs or socialize cats and, or, and, and do what you can to get that great, mm-hmm. that great feeling that comes from being with a pet. Right. That happy heart feeling of uh, playing exactly. around with puppies and kitties. Yeah. Uh, it's not a fun place to be in the shelter when you're a companion now. Mm-hmm. You want to be with a family. So the more friendly people come in and spend time with them, the better off they're going to be. And the more likely they'll be in a great mood to find that forever mm-hmm. family when they finally walk in the door. Wonderful. Well, Steve, is there anything else you would like to add on before we wrap up today? No, I'm just really excited about your promoting this. And I am really thank the listeners for listening in. Um, everything that we do, we only do it because of people like your listeners mm-hmm. coming in and volunteering and donating. And, um, it's a great place to be. Come on and hang out with me. Wonderful. Well, Steve Farley, thank you so much for the update from the Humane Society of Southern Arizona. And I appreciate you taking this time to chat with me. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, You have a great day. You too. More information about the Humane Society of Southern Arizona, go to hssaz.org. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley. And if you're part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of the program, you can reach out to me by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That is publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information or to listen back to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page at MixFM.com, KFMA.com, KLPX.com, or ESPNTucson.com.